You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Special Saturday edition. I was initially going to do like a Bears preview pod today, but um, I just got finished watching the Cubs, and I imagine that you probably just got finished watching the Cubs too. Yeah, at the end, we got the drama. We got the drama of Javier Baez like coming out there, and the, the Cubs have had to use like all sorts of fairy dust this entire homestand. Like, oh, Rizzo's healthy. He can go out there and try and give him something. Oh, Baez is going to pinch run, and now he's going to pinch hit. And he ends up striking out because he hasn't seen live pitching in a game format in three weeks. And But but I really want to spend some time talking about Craig Kimbrell and how, my goodness, the, the jump out on him by Yachty on a pitch that ordinarily shouldn't be hit out of the ballpark, but was hit out of the ballpark. That means that Craig Kimbrell in a little over 20 innings of work has given up nine home runs. That's hard to do. Giving up nine home runs after you didn't pitch for half the season. And then on top of that, you ended up in the minors on the IL to be able to give up nine home runs if it weren't happening to the Cubs, it would be quite impressive. And so there the Cubs are yet again with the most blown saves in baseball. This Kimbrel thing has been an unmitigated disaster. It's that simple. And the fact that he still has two years left on his deal makes it hurt even worse. He was supposed to be the solution to a major problem a problem that the Cubs have had for a little while. Who's going to close games at the end of the game? Who who can you hand the ball to and say, can you get me three outs when I absolutely have to have it? And outside of an elimination game, and now we're going to start talking about the Cubs in terms of an elimination number, outside of an elimination game, that that was as close to a got-to-have-it game as you've ever seen. And it played out like one for the most part. But now you start looking at, at the at the Cubs, you start looking at them being eliminated from this whole thing. They are now, as I sit here and record, six games back in the division. Their elimination number is two. Two. So, I mean, they could be eliminated with a Cardinals win tomorrow. That would be the end of... of their division hopes. And I know, I think we all know that that's now a pipe dream anyway, like that that's not going to happen. And now you look at, well, can you count on Pittsburgh to do you a solid tonight against Milwaukee? 
every time it feels like every time, not every time, but every time they have, it's felt like they're in a big spot to have Kimbrel go out there and hold a game or try and save a game. Disaster strikes. He has a 6.53 ERA for the Cubs this year. And I don't, I don't know if there were a ton of suitors after him, but the fact that they had to to give him a three year deal when there were a lot of people that didn't want to pay him at all, it's going to haunt him. And as some of these free agent contracts start to mount up for the Cubs, there have to be a lot of hard questions that are asked about whose responsibility was this season. Now I know at the end of this, and and I say this as someone who I will I will cop to the the fact that I host the Joe Madden show and I'm probably a little biased when it comes to dealing with Joe but how is it that you put this on Joe Joe now twice has been like okay this is the point where I take the guy that we paid a lot of money to and I put him in the game to either hold the game or to try and save the game and in both situations where Craig Kimbrell it ends up leading to the Cubs losing it is I the way that the top of the ninth inning of today's game played out. I don't know, like in your worst nightmare, that was the scenario it was like, oh, first pitch gone, second pitch gone. Boom. And now instead of going into extra innings or winning the game, you're you're now behind. You're now behind in this. So when the reckoning happens, and there should be a reckoning about a week from today, when the reckoning happens, I I hope that this perspective is, uh, I hope there is some real perspective about some of the decisions that were made with the cash that was available for the Cubs, because it has been um, watching Craig Kimbrell kind of scuffle his way through the second half of the season has been really difficult. And there aren't honestly a lot of good options for the the manager to go to they they clearly don't have any more faith in pedro strope to do that and they found some guys here and there but are you going to trust any of them to get the the last three outs in the game and and maybe that philosophy changes when you realize that the guy that you have paid rehabbed uh brought up and and he still hasn't been effective. He is that's that's kind of the worst part is that there have been a bunch of games this year where you're hoping that that guys that have done this before can do it again and they haven't. It's not just Craig Kimbrell, but I will say that Kimbrell is emblematic of of some of the major problems that the 2019 Cubs have had. And that's lack of performance for from people that you expect to perform. And I'm 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 interested to see what happens with this this trip that the Cubs are going to go on after tomorrow's game. If tomorrow's game gets played, because there is a lot of rain in the forecast for tomorrow. And I wonder what they'll do with that. But it just this week, it felt like like listening to some of the Cubs players in postgame. It felt like they thought that there was going to be like another a week added on to the season. Like, oh, you know, yeah, we we lost this game, but, you know, there's more baseball to play. There's not a lot of baseball left to play. Going into this series with the Cardinals, 
it was imperative that the Cubs win three out of four. And now they're going to have to scramble to just salvage not getting beaten three out of four and completely being thrown out of the race for the division. Uh, had they won three out of four, then you, you could have at least gained a little bit of ground and looked forward to next weekend down in STL. And now I I don't know what you're looking forward to. You know, getting out of town, not having to deal with Wrigley fans after tomorrow, it, it being the last game. I, I Mathematically, I mean, who knows? Maybe they end up having to play a game with the, the Brewers, but the Brewers don't show any sign of slowing down since – since Kristen Yelich got hurt, the Brewers are eight and two. I remember talking with Sparky Pfeiffer, who does the afternoon show at our sister station up in Milwaukee, and he said it. He said it's going to go one of two ways: either the Brewers are going to streak their way into the playoffs after the Yelich injury, or they're going to fall apart. And right now, it looks like they are streaking their way into the playoffs. This is—I feel for any Cub fan that sat through that today. Because that's that's the type of, of heartbreak that no fan deserves. When you see the type of fight, I've, I've labeled the Cubs as resilient for most of the year, even though they haven't been good. When you get, you're down in the game, and then Hap comes up and he comes through with the home run, and then you're down again because your your pitching hasn't been good. And then somehow, some way, you get a little bit of luck. You get a break from the the, the baseball gods. And the, a balk call comes up while Tony Kemp is up to bat. And then the smallest guy on the Cubs roster comes through with, with a home run. And you're feeling wonderful after your two runs that you score in the bottom of the seventh inning. You get a clean inning in, in, in the eighth. And you're just sitting there in the ninth going, okay. Kimbrel, this is exactly what the Cubs brought him in for. And he comes in and boom, boom. It it didn't just feel like the game was over. It felt like the season was over. And they've been playing on this thin margin for a really, really long time. And now it looks like it may have caught up to him. I I wish them luck, man. I I'd really as I said before, I have a lot of affection for Joe. So I, I hope that they can rattle off seven wins in a row here um, at the end of this thing. But there's nothing on their roster right now that should make you think that they are capable of winning seven games in a row. Starting pitching has fallen apart at the worst possible time. The offense tends to go to sleep, although I give them credit for today coming through with eight runs and 10 hits. But no matter what goes right for the Cubs so far this season, it seems like something inevitably goes wrong. And today, it it was Craig Kimbrell yet again falling apart and there not being a real significant answer. So when the soul-searching happens... After the season is over, when when the soul searching about the, the reckoning comes and people have to take things very seriously, I hope that the front office takes a long look at some of the decisions that they made uh, in the signings of people because there are so many things now, like the, those contracts are starting to mount a little bit, and perhaps it means a change in philosophy. 
um, especially when it comes to pitching. And, and I'll I'll be the first to admit that I've been on board with what they've done for the most part when it comes to, look, it's hard to grow starting pitching and get it to the major leagues without significant injuries. And the White Sox are going through that right now. Their plan of, well, we have a bunch of position players that are ready to roll. We need to buy pitching for the most part has worked. Going into this season with two guys in their mid to late 30s in your starting rotation, it seems less likely that it's worked. At some point, we'll go through every single thing that went wrong with with the Cubs season this year. But watching this game, man, I I my heart goes out to you. If this is the team that you root for, because that is a rough, rough way to lose a game and probably lose a season. We can say it, man. I don't know what the next two years are going to be. And maybe Craig Kimbrell, after having a regular offseason and a regular spring training, is a better pitcher. But there were already doubters going into this season of how much he was going to be able to help. The fact that he is on the books for two more years, I don't know what you do with that guy and that salary. I don't. But to this point, up until this point, this has been an unmitigated disaster. I appreciate you listening. I'm sure I'll have more on this on Monday. Thanks for checking out the podcast. By the way, there's some really good pods that maybe you haven't checked out that are that are good this week. I'm telling you. Some, some cool baseball ones, too, in there. So go back if you missed them, whether it's me talking about Mitchell Trubisky or me talking fantasy football. Just go back and check out some of the previous episodes. I think you'll enjoy them uh, once you calm down from what happened over at Wrigley Field today. You want to hit me up on Twitter? At Lawrence W. Holmes is where you can find me. Thanks so much. I appreciate you listening.